0: Hey yeah. yo, Street nature To the soul, diverse and divine Now everybody grab your glass now, sip on the wine This time we take you back and let your body really wine. This is soul and this is music, this what makes us secure Now we're spinning on Angelo, the ladies applaud Our station's gonna make you feel like this here before Exploring all the roots of soul, neo music beyond My name is Noble Dan, I think I better just let it run. let it run, let it run.
1: Welcome to Sold Out Roots on the Vine, Episode 6, where we explore the world of Neo Soul and beyond. I am April Olatunji, joined by my fellow Neo Soul nerd, Steve Southern. Hello. Are you ready for today's show Steve?
2: I'm so excited about tonight's show. (laughs) I am buzzing. We've got an extra extra special show for you this month because we have an amazing guest Mm. He's going to be joining us very soon. Totally buzzing. (laughs) You just heard him there. We opened the show with one of his stone cold classics. Absolutely. That's feeling you. Yeah. Teaming up with none other than stevie wonder he's worked with stevie can you believe
1: i mean stevie has influenced everybody and the fact that he is collaborating with one of our own is just phenomenal absolutely we are of course joined by none other than the fantastic Omar,
2: yes, the Godfather of UK soul, yes, MBE,
1: yep, going to tell us what he's been up to, yeah. what we can expect from him.
2: I mean, if you don't, if you don't know who Omar is, come on, where have you been <laughs> for the past thirty years? Thirty years exploded onto the scene in 1990 with the classic single "There's Nothing Like This," mm-hmm. and ever since he's really become one of the most notable, and respected figures in the UK scene, Mm -hmm. as well as all around the world really, working with some of the biggest names in the game. Yep. Common, Erica Badu, Robert Glasper, Angie Stone, Jazzy Jeff.
1: Yes, super influential to so many people and you can hear his print everywhere.
2: So with our guest of honor in mind, Mm -hmm. we thought we'd make this show a best of British affair. What do the Brits have, eh? Yeah, exploring the roots of UK soul. It's evolution mm. and it's overlooked impact globally mm-hmm. that could be interesting
1: so before we go into the interview then well let's just talk a little bit about omar and kind of when he came onto the scene mm. what was going on musically
2: um i feel like when omar hits the scene sort of turn of the 90s Everything just becomes a little bit cooler, it? definitely it, did.
1: Come on, British, you've got to face that. It, jazzy sound. The 80s, in my opinion. I mean, there is some good music. I think I've shared with you on many occasions my feelings. <laughs> we have fought over the, the 80s, 80s many times. And there wasn't that much coolness. There was some people holding the coolness down, but it wasn't It wasn't the prevailing trend, was it? <laughs> you know, you got just the shoulder pads. Yeah,
2: for every, <laughs> for every one Sade, there's a thousand Quiet Storm (laughs) crooners, yeah. Rick Astley's. Simply Red's, George Michael's.
1: Yeah, so definitely I think the 90s 90s in many ways did seem to become a lot cooler. And Omar, when he came on the scene, he was obviously in amongst a bag of other musicians that were making similar stuff, right?
2: Yeah, we're talking about the whole acid jazz movement with other artists like Jamiroquai, Incognito, Mm -hmm, Soul mm -hmm. to Soul. Brand new heavies, yeah. um, some of the labels from that time.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, talking loud. So many amazing acts that really created this unique British sound. I feel mm-hmm. compared to a lot of the sounds that we've been hearing in the eighties, the smooth ballads, mm. the kind of post-disco American sound. Uh, so we're yeah, we've gone from big Luther Vandross type singers to a. A much more stripped back cool jazzy flow especially the uk stuff
1: yeah i mean when i when i've been listening um because i did i did spend a good bit of i probably spent the best part of six or seven years listening to a lot of acid jazz yeah, yeah, um but more recently when i've been listening to the music i was thinking you know what is it instrumentally that makes it makes that sound because there is a sound you know when you're listening to drum and bass you know the sound mm. is it's the drum and the bass you know something
2: undefinably cool isn't it yeah
1: and i was listening and i was thinking right um okay what is similar it's not a kind of general rule of thumb but the drum beat Mm -hmm. seems like one of the prominent factors it's almost like what breakbeat brings you know
2: yeah Um, yeah i'd say that
1: that for me is the driving force the kit like Mm -hmm. if you I don't think acid jazz would be what it is. Like, you know, if you're going to do, oh, I'm going to do an acoustic stripped back acid jazz set, so would be like, oh, yeah, there's no kit. Yeah. Well then.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sort of fits somewhere in between that American late 80s drum machine sound, like the new Jack Swing yeah. sound. And mm-hmm. as you said, mm-hmm. like trip hop and break beat and broken beat that came yeah. later on in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it was a huge sonic shift between what we had in the 80s and what would come throughout the 90s i think yeah well how about we check some out let's play something let's go with some brand new heavies Mm. apparently nothing and we will be back after this with the man himself omar stay tuned
1: folks, here we are. We cannot believe it. The godfather of UK soul. Yes. Omar (laughs) is in the house. (laughs) Omar's in the house. Good
0: evening. Good evening.
1: (laughs) Welcome, Omar.
0: Thank you, good to see you Yes,
2: see an it. actual member of the Order of the British Empire yeah. in the house <laughs> right.
1: Yeah man, thanks for joining us on um, Roots in the Vine My pleasure uh, How are you? How are you surviving good. the apocalypse?
2: Uh,
0: considering I'm um, not too bad, um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm blessed, uh, the whole family's safe and well And mm-hmm. uh, we're managing to survive, I mean it feels like treading water you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a big ship to come along and save us all but yeah, so far... Yeah, it's, it's kind
2: of... It's coming over the horizon seemingly a little it, bit. Yeah, now, yeah. But fingers crossed it doesn't turn back around and go the other way. Exactly,
0: mm. yeah. But so far I haven't drowned so yeah, give thanks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we imagine it hasn't stopped uh, an artist like you from creating. Have you been busy in the uh, last year i've
0: been very creative but i had to just kind of adapt to uh to yeah. the situation because obviously all the gigs all the traveling the touring is, is mm-hmm. just completely ceased uh so the first thing i did was i bought cameras mm-hmm. uh for my studio i'm not in my studio right now I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in brighton but uh i bought cameras so i could do live streams yeah i've seen that there, the kids, you know know what i mean stuff, yeah. so I because yeah, you know I'm, I'm a show off at heart, so I need to perform. <laughs> yeah, basically. So why not do it in front of people? still? Yeah, exactly, and, um, exactly. That seems to work work quite well because uh, you know obviously music is a bit of therapy for people. So absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. When they see a bit of that, I think it, it helps to kind of like take their take their minds off. Of it.
2: Yeah, music and podcasts for me, and giving me something when I can't go to gigs and stuff.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, like you're sort of quite a Self-contained unit, really—a musician, producer as well, mm-hmm. and writer. Um, have you still been able to fully work on new projects in quarantine and yeah, lockdown? Or
0: I'm working on uh, album nine as we speak. Oh, uh, that sounds
2: good. Uh, that
0: yeah, you good. know, it was, well, I, it's the kind of thing where it, I got a lot of inspiration from things that have been happening, and also working with other musicians because obviously, musicians are sort of. Uh, Mm. Uh, Looking for something to do So we kind of like Collaborate on things And these kind of things Where you can Mm -hmm. do Like you know The a cappella things And um, Just writing together It seems to Seems to have uh, Come up with a lot of uh, Have
2: you been able To record remotely With others Toward the album That's kind of How I've been
0: recording a lot really because I do a lot of features for people as well people like them for me to sing yeah. on the record so mm-hmm. they send me the things I've got like many favourites yeah. I send it back and then you know what I mean we kind of mm-hmm. work back and forth send it back and forth yeah. till we come up with a product so yeah that i mean you know it's it was the right time to go in to have a lockdown imagine before yeah. there, there'd be no way to to work remotely and also you know yeah to communicate with people as well mm-hmm. see faces and, yes. and stuff yeah like <laughs> it's been great yeah. yeah it's absolutely you know what i mean it was it was made for the lockdown mm-hmm. yeah
1: so. yeah i've got to be thankful for being able to actually just mm-hmm. still be proactive and and be able to communicate with people in a yeah, way
2: have a way to reach out yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so you mentioned mentioned album nine there I mean yeah. yeah. eight albums deep into this amazing career can you give us any juicy morsels as to what's coming <laughs> in the next <laughs> one or is it all still uh,
0: hush hush uh, well you might have seen on my Instagram I've been working with Paul Weller whoa
2: yes
1: and I've
0: seen that yeah. Yeah. yes yeah St- uh, Stuart Zender is my mate from, mm-hmm. from ages ago right we've been, man. been yeah. working on the track uh, together, um,
2: yeah, I mentioned Stuart a while back. We played an early Jimarique track, and those bass lines are just next level. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's he's phenomenal. He has to he has to be on on, on the on the album. Yes, and uh, yeah, that's that's as much as I want to say wow. at the moment.
2: <laughs> you just dropped Paul Weller. That, that's enough. I think, <laughs> to <hear. laughs> Interested to hear. That's an interesting mix of. Voices
0: Collab, and styles yeah. yeah, well, you know, he was my first professional uh, gig when I was 18 um, I got to, got to play percussion and sing with him in Japan on tour Wow Back in 89 So that was my uh, you know, first experience working with him And uh, we just kind of caught up last, last year
3: mm-hmm.
0: I just said, you know, man, you know, we haven't done anything together Since then, it'd be great to, to work on stuff.
2: That's crazy, isn't it? What what a way to start! Like what a thrown into the deep end of Paul. Well,
0: well, yeah, he's so down to earth. You know what I mean? He's just like he's just like yeah, man. Let's do something. You know what I mean? Just like that. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. So yeah, this is this is um, the right time to get the album yeah. going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially since. Uh, Summertime is coming. I think we're all going to be wanting to go out
3: mm-hmm. and
0: kind of like shake off what the past year has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my music is, is made for summertime. You know what I mean? So yeah, you watch out for this album's going to be much of, much of the yeah, same. Yeah.
2: It'll be a great festival
1: album. I can't I wait. I really can't yeah, wait that for that. Name, album number nine. That's great, man. <laughs> so in yeah. terms of um, projects, like how yeah. do you approach each new project? are you looking for do you look, are you constantly looking for that innovation or is it more a case of just doing kind of what comes naturally
0: uh, what comes naturally for sure um, but I, I kind of wait for that spark to know that I'm ready for the next album because after you finish an album you feel kind of drained because mm-hmm. uh, it's like a puzzle mm-hmm. but when you put an album together it's basically you, you want to have a, a piece you want to have a product where when people put it on they leave it on and they don't t- take it off until it's finished. You know what I mean? So you have yeah. a beginning, a middle and an end. Mm-hmm. And all that is like an integral puzzle that you have to put together with all these uh, different tunes, yeah. basically, yeah. you know what I mean?
2: Totally. In art, that's almost being lost a little bit now, I feel. There's not enough care given to, like, a track list and the flow of an album. I always gravitate to those kind of albums that tell a story.
0: Yeah, because now you get the, you know, you can download just one song from, from the yeah, album. the,
2: the playlist mm. effect. Yeah, no,
0: I, t- I try and make it so that yeah know, it's something that you, you want to be listening to. That's good. All, that's that's all, appreciated, all yeah. And I definitely. think I've got enough tracks which will... Uh, which will complement the whole album now mm-hmm. my brother's always trying to get me to do a double album Ooh, because yeah. that's the last time we worked mm-hmm. on we had enough tracks for that but it didn't yeah. suit it didn't suit the, mm-hmm. the, the puzzle plan mm-hmm. that I yeah, had totally.
1: so. yeah well let's play a favourite of ours mm. this is Simplify featured on The Man
0: Your
4: are to roots and vibe at uh, once I see something in your eyes, I don't want to leave, no, so I can stay away. And if you would be mine forevermore, eh, 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 eh.
2: that is a jam that is beautiful <laughs>
1: thank you so do you know in terms of like your writing and your, your topics when you're writing do you write songs like from a personal aspect you know are they personal songs to you or is it like more from like um
0: i try, I try and um be the not the voyeur, mm-hmm. but try and observe other people's situations mm-hmm. yeah I, this, I, a lot of the time it is from my own experience um but sometimes it can be mm-hmm. just something that i heard you know i wrote a song called little boy mm-hmm. and i just heard just one girl saying to a boyfriend we're running away from where you being a little boy when are you gonna grow up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that kind of thing was like okay that sounds familiar that was the spot. that sounds yeah. familiar yeah. and then uh, when we went to record it the whole band was going through the same thing with it with their with the women as well, yes. so, right. You know that yeah. it was like life imitates mm-hmm. art or art imitates life. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh, it. Comes to you like that sometimes. I mean, there's other times you just see, uh, yeah, like I yeah, yeah, said, yeah. other people's yeah. situations, and you use that.
2: Excellent. Mm. Well, what we've been doing on this show over the last six months has been exploring the various roots and offshoots of soul music and mm. how the legacy of certain artists can leave this long tail of influence generations later. So this month, while we're in the presence of genuine UK <laughs> soul legend, uh, we'd go back and look at specifically the UK soul uh-huh. scene mm. and how the movement that you came up through, uh, like I feel, really changed the game in regards to... British identity in uh, like quote unquote urban music and how it was how UK music was perceived around the world Mm. sure if you don't mind taking us back to like that late 80s turn of the 90s period what kind of artists were in your head while you are crafting that first album or
0: Well, growing up I was listening to level 42 for sure that's how I, mm. I learned to play the bass so you got the funky bass lines playing, yeah trying to yeah, copy uh, Mark King and yeah. I, I didn't actually have a bass when I first started learning I, I used to live in Canterbury mm-hmm. and uh there used to be a music store where they sold all instruments and stuff and I used to go in there after school to practice, mm. The practice the that I had heard. I mean, it they was were, they were that look, um, good enough in there. You could go in and have a jam session and not buy a thing. Mm. It wasn't like for about a year, a year and a half until my dad bought me my own bass. Mm. Um, so that was my first influence. Um, I was listening to the Police
3: mm.
0: as well. It was like uh, I remember, my first albums I bought were Level 42, the Police, Michael Jackson. Awesome. Um, and uh, the Stranglers, <laughs> I think it was.
2: Yeah, um, I'm always amazed at how like British rock music or new wave music in the 80s like had funky bass lines. Like,
0: yeah, um, obviously
2: you've worked with like Pino Palladino, who was like the session musician back there
0: sure. and, I'm trying to think of who who uh, who um, sang Rhythm Stick. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Me. Ian Jory, thank you, mate. Ian Jory, it was so funky, but it was also a bit of punk as well. Uh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nice you
2: class. know what I mean? So that's uh, interesting, that's interesting. Yeah. And it kind of plays into this sort of idea of in terms of British soul music, like mm-hmm. we didn't really have anyone on the map. Back then, so for your influences to come from more of like the rock or the...
0: No, no, we did. We had um, like The World, um, mm. ah, okay. Central Line, Heat Wave, mm-hmm. for yes. sure, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: were writing for like
2: Michael Jackson.
0: And... Sure, uh, Rod yeah. Templeton, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that was the kind of thing that we listened to. Incognito is another, another another group. I mean, I've, I've been yes. singing with them since um, uh, Bluey. Mm-hmm. Wow, from incognito I remember when I used to have drum lessons I was about seven years old and I always remember the smell of um, fried eggs when I was, when I was there it was, like, it was underneath it was underneath a cafe mm-hmm. a cafe Mm -hmm. and in the room I just remember it was like a rehearsal room Mm -hmm. but I'm seven years old I don't know where I am (laughs) but it turns out it was Incognito's rehearsal room that I was getting drum lessons in you know what I mean so it's just like this thing has been going on for a while but it was never mainstream you know what I mean Mm -hmm. that's the thing and the the stuff that we were doing in in the 90s so the uh, acid jazz thing Mm -hmm. um, that we were just like like copying the, our heroes from the 60s and the 70s you know, Stevie Wonder right. interesting. You know, uh, those guys like that who just um, influence us but we put our, our English spin on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean because our thing is more Jamaican it's more you get the reggae thing in there as opposed to yeah. in the States mm-hmm. their thing is gospel and jazz mm-hmm. ours is reggae and jazz you know what I'm saying yeah
2: what an interesting way to break them down that is quite an obvious thing I think
0: yeah yeah, I call it Lively Up Yourself with Knees Up Mother breath. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that seems yeah. like it. We'll play an um, acid jazz track now, okay. actually. What we'll, uh, well, a lovely way to segue into sick. that. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfecto.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: so, this next song we're going to play is a one by Incognito. This is Nights Over Egypt. Mm-hmm. let a tune (laughs) that makes you just want to dance the
2: voice of Jocelyn Brown take me to Huchikuchi I just want to dance so bad it's so good
1: so that was Incognito Nights Over Egypt and we are still here with Omar on Sold Out Roots in the
2: Vine sure yeah, when you were creating that first album, did you have a conscious idea in mind of what you wanted your music to sound like or or even what you didn't want it to sound like? Did you want to avoid certain things?
0: And that, well, my, my dad is how I managed to get my album made in the first place. I'd actually released my first four singles on my dad's label. Yes. Because it was an independent label. It was, it was made for his reggae band called July. Um mm-hmm. And then he decided at one point, we need to make an album. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that point, I hadn't even written There's Nothing Like This. It was like the last Mm -hmm. thing that went on the album. Mm -hmm. And, you know I I'd got a, a keyboard called the M1 Korg Korg M1 <laughs> hell yeah basically and <laughs> just the sounds alone in that influenced me to, to write a bunch of songs mm-hmm. um, but created, it wasn't
2: created the entire 90s house sound like. it did
0: didn't it <laughs> after, after, after one I fucking hated that, yeah. that keyboard I gotta say <laughs> it was like the Yamaha DX7 yeah.
2: <laughs> got the emulator for it it's like yes that just sounds exactly like every night. that's
0: and... enough of that one right right <laughs> so then uh, I just uh yeah, it it was like, you know, I had a whole bunch of songs and then one day I'm listening to my dad's record collection and I come, co- come across this song called Heaven Must Be Like This by the Ohio Players mm. and it's that mm. which influenced There's Nothing Like This yeah. and then it just brought everything together when it came to, to making the album and it was like the title track mm-hmm. for the album yeah. you know, it just made sense and um, I've used that ever since. You know, yeah. I try to make music Which is There's nothing like Nothing else like You know yeah. mm-hmm, I, I try to be different Stand up from the crowd Yeah
1: You Love do it. definitely Like from, from Listening to your whole catalogue Your sound is Super Super consistent I, I could mm. tell Like From Obviously your vocal style Is really strong Your voice is You know You're not Imitating anything Other than yes. just yourself try And me. then And then Like your Arrangement style like I was mm-hmm. at I was at the um the workshop that you held in Gateshead when you came up to Newcastle. Oh okay.
0: Yeah, That's yeah. right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. actually told us
1: <laughs> a little bit about how you how you write in your process and stuff and you know, since since then I've you been paid
0: attention. I did. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What a teacher. What a yeah. teacher. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs>
1: really inspiring. Okay. So I totally can hear your sound, you know. You could be working with anybody, but I could, I could I would be able to definitely say yeah, that's an Omar blueprint right there. Yeah,
0: that's me right nice. there. Okay, yeah, 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 That's one of the things I try to do as uh, when I was younger. That was a, one of the one things I want to do is just establish my sound. You hear my music in first four four bars of it, you know it's Yeah, me. The,
2: yeah. the vocal arrangements for me are just instantly. Oh, that's an Omar vocal arrangement. Just the way you you place it in the mix, and even when you're doing features, that that. You can tell, like you've written it, and it's still your sound. Yeah. yeah, it's still really good, man. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that period now, looking back? That explosion of acid jazz, the the artist incognito, Jamiroquai,
0: Soul to Soul, so so uh, brand new heavies, and yeah. Do
2: mm-hmm. you still feel that like there was such a huge shift from the eighties R and B to that? That was such a huge sonic shift. Do you hear that echoing today? There's a
0: backlash to, well, yeah, I mean, you, you do have your sort of neo soul uh, artists. I was talking about one before, Joel Culpepper, another yeah. one that's doing mm. that, that mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, that, that vibe. Uh, um, Children of Zeus oh, yes. mm-hmm. as well remind me, You uh, know, they've got that kind of D'Angelo mm-hmm. mix up uh, with the UK sound as well. So there's a whole bunch of people out there. They're, but yeah. these things come in cycles, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the whole concept of having this UK sound was born from that Asa Jazz movement after. Yeah,
0: no, 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 it's, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> from before that, that's so what I'm you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> how old are you how old, how old are they?
2: oh yeah I'm, I'm 36 so maybe there we go <laughs> baby
0: babies. that's what I'm talking about I'm 52 and it started before me you know what I mean of course you it's always to...
2: going yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like maybe that isn't that's an element of UK soul that isn't documented very well then because there, there we
0: go there mm. we go I mean, it was more it was more about it, rock. it
2: seems like acid jazz came out of nowhere changed the game nah, but you're saying there was nah, there was, was from, there was a predecessor yeah
0: yeah, it was sort of, there's many, many, many uh, bands from before that were doing doing their thing, and they were emulating their American cu- counterparts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But weren't getting the real, uh, you know, weren't getting prime time mm-hmm. exposure. So in terms of the radio and the TV and things like that, mm-hmm. especially if you think about it, now there was no internet. There's um, no, no only like one or two tv stations one main radio station that's why our uh, people had to make uh, pirate stations of course so they could listen to music that they wanted to to listen to and also play music that that, that they want that they were making. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that's how these things are made
2: you know that's yeah. interesting yeah i mean yeah we we call this a, a neo soul show and we've identified all these hallmarks of the genre the the fusion of funk, jazz, soul, hip hop. Um, what did you think in the mid nineties when a lot of these like huge artists mm. like D'Angelo, Erica Badu were getting all this mm. praise suddenly for something uh, you'd
0: been doing? No, nah, nah, I mean look, a, we were copying few, yeah. the American artists <laughs> yes. in the first place. So it's, it's not like you're saying that I was yeah, doing it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I don't I don't hear a lot of American influence in in your early stuff. Oh yeah, I mean
0: that's you know I'm Stevie I'm Stevie Wonder without a doubt you know what I mean a lot of my harmonies a lot of my production mm-hmm. values. Are, are, are,
2: well, Stevie's uh, just baked into the DNA. Oh at this yeah, point, he, isn't he?
0: yeah, exactly. And I was I've, I've been getting a lot of love from you know people like that yeah. uh, from, from 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 way back when as well. So they you know they they they, they know where it's at. So I'm never worried about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, it's funny dealing an interview, but like we're we kind of kind of making out like we know bits no, and bobs. Yeah, we know <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well,
2: that's what I this think. show is. Like we we, we like just learn, learn a bit it, more every we. month, and it's like oh, we're looking mm-hmm. at this person, then find we'll oh yeah, it. I was totally wrong. The whole <laughs> no
0: nah, nah, you no, you're talking to the source in it, so
1: then,
2: yeah. you yeah, know yeah. you know what I mean. You, you yeah, can, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, get our bad. soul education from the man. <laughs> there
1: you go when's the next class I wonder
2: (laughs) yeah so yeah you you mentioned your work has drawn so many iconic legendary fans I mean not only the biggest names in the genre but like music history were were played um, Feeling You at the top of the show with obviously Stevie Wonder that's insane Mm. um but you've also worked with like so many of we talk about week in week out erica Mm -hmm. common pino Palladino, a lot of those like soul Quarian guys Mm. how was it like working with those guys or finding a kinship with a lot of those people
0: yeah i mean it's a mutual admiration society type thing you know Mm -hmm. um erica was in town and she's on the radar she mentioned my name that she wanted to meet me um, wow. I had the same thing With Jill Scott As well And what? And when Erica Came to the studio Common was with her
1: No as way As well So
0: you know what I mean It's that kind of We all know about Each other mm-hmm. you know, Yeah in the, in the business But I mean, they're they're known on the public stage. I'm known amongst musicians. Yes. You know what I mean. Yes. So uh, working together is is, it, it, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know what I mean. But when you when you actually manage to gel, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you felt
2: a, a common bond with
0: that sound. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to to come up with uh, you know quite a few pieces of music with with these various, various artists that work. You know. As,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, to to go off on a tangent i've got this to the side of the screen um the common electric circus cover oh right and you got the actual <laughs>
0: vinyl <laughs> yeah yeah the original
2: wow. copy not the the repress wow okay but um like that's your i don't favorite. have one <laughs> <laughs> right. neither, neither do i right <laughs> <laughs> but for, for anyone who doesn't know that this album covers like the like the hip-hop sergeant mm. peppers or it certainly looks like so the right. 2000s yeah. equivalent of Tribe called Quest, Midnight Marauders and everyone's on this cover, Prince, Jimi Hendrix, yeah. D'Angelo Quest Love J Dilla Pharrell. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he is you, like right at the front, like sitting on Common's <laughs> <Thomas's> shoulder, like <laughs> <and> shoulder. <laughs> representing, representing the UK. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Um how how do you look at stuff like that? How does it feel sitting amongst like this tapestry of like greats? Uh,
0: <laughs> just, yeah sometimes I gotta, I gotta pinch myself you know because uh yeah like you said there uh, there is some different stratosphere as well you know there's a funny story i got with uh um erica uh come and put on a surprise party for erica uh mm-hmm. he was talking about it the other day but um prince was there and i didn't even know he was there because he was there for like a quick second
2: i'm just and, shaking like, my head in disbelief just like right, my god yeah right, like, <laughs>
0: But uh, you know Bilal? Yeah, Bilal. yeah. yeah. And, so Bilal's singing and um Prince is on the back of his uh security guard and he's got him to take him over to the stage and he's got his hand out to mm-hmm. um Bilal. and Balau um, Bilal don't see him because he's got his eyes shut. <laughs> so <laughs> Prince goes, right, well, fuck you, and I leave. <laughs> and this whole time I'm in the toilet. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> you see any it. of it. <laughs> yeah, everybody oh, goes, um, Prince was in there,
1: I went, where the fuck was Prince?
2: <laughs> and then, bah. Yeah, he, he's a man of mystery. He's a man of mystery. He was, yeah, and yeah, you no. missed him, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can, I can kind of. I've just got the imagery in my head of that
2: whole scene. <laughs> mm. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those that that YouTube series where they animate mm. these anecdotes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 We should definitely are definitely doing Omar one of those where you're in the in the loo. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if, like on this album there's the centerpiece of the album's like this psychedelic ten minute prog rock epic uh, heaven somewhere. Yeah. And you're on this you're on this track with like, let me read it, Common, Zero, Bilal, Jill Scott, Mary J, Erica, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm that's insane that's like well, I, I, that's to,
0: insane. To, to, I didn't know about anybody else he just gave me my section said make yeah. up something for that and then he put mm-hmm. everything he put everybody together i don't, so I that don't was know all, that you, you
2: didn't you weren't stood in a room like we no. are the world no, <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. It like oh, that. that's disappointing no. prince just chilling <laughs> in the background noodling away on guitar yeah exactly but from a practical
1: not. standpoint you just can't do stuff like that you know for re- remote recording and working like that has been going on for such a long time. It's kind of like, it's the most productive way, I would say, mm. you know.
0: Yeah, 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 kind of, it kind of is. saving. Yeah, absolutely. And that's back in 98, I think it was. Mm. That's how long ago that was. So was oh, that 22 yeah. years, 22 years Yeah, the years album
2: ago? came out early 2000s, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. what a time. That was amazing time. Absolutely,
5: absolutely. <laughs> I thought back to when we was in London, Discussing the New Testament And how our lives related to it And how we can make the best of it My voice became desperate So I asked him, why you gotta go? He said, you know Turn to Matthew 24 He said, no one knows the hour Nor do they know the day but the kingdom is near Don't let anything lead you astray oh, no. As long as God is with me Everything will be okay So right about then We decided to pray
4: Just lying back Making the smoke disperse oh,
3: no.
4: ¡Ven! Making things oh, appear to me so
1: too good Oof, yeah that too good what it would have been like to be there
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's of course omar's contribution to commons heaven somewhere mm. amongst many many others <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so you've continued to produce like amazingly received material throughout the 2000s 2010s mm. continuing to work with some of the most amazing names coming through like robert Glassberg, Zed bias have you got a secret to Achieving this long-lasting <laughs> relevance. Mm-hmm. So, just, so many I, people have fell by the wayside, haven't
0: they? I I just enjoy making music, and uh, yeah. you gotta you gotta adapt, you gotta evolve as well with what, what's out there. You know, I've been lucky enough to um, constantly come up with bangers if, if you will <laughs> hell yeah Do you know what I mean where mm. people going to be you know one thing I, I've always said is I want to make music that you're going to be playing 20, 30, 40 years from now
3: because
0: mm-hmm. we're still listening to, to Marvin you know what I mean Yeah. We're just, <laughs> still listening to so many artists which have passed you know I mean? they're ancestors ancestors yeah. now but we still listen to them
2: of course yeah that's the kind of the timeless stuff yeah
0: that's the kind of music that I, I'm, I'm trying to make and striving to make
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and uh as long as i got breath in my body I think I'm I'm gonna keep up with that you yeah, you're, I mean?
2: you're doing it man you're doing <laughs> yeah. it you released a retrospective last year as well didn't you oh the uh,
0: the uh what's it called <laughs> anthology anthology
2: yeah mm-hmm. there we go uh, Yeah. What, what was it like crafting like boiling everything down it was you're the pain like... in the ass <laughs> I just, I,
0: you know I've got like over 100 odd tunes and yes. trying to get uh, it down to 33 or whatever it was mm-hmm. and what's even worse now is I'm making a vinyl of that and I've the car.
2: That's what like I want. Yeah, you're not gonna no. get you're not gonna get two hours plus on the vinyl I don't think. No, not at all. Unfortunately. Yeah, but no. yeah, just looking at that track list and as we said, like it's just so coherent as well, like mm. to go from 1990 to to now and the the consistency is just so amazing. So many artists drop off or or like, oh, this is where they've gone pop.
0: They don't enjoy what they do. Mm, That's
2: that's it. it, I I
0: enjoy what I do Mm -hmm. and I enjoy just coming up with new things all the time and just um, Mm -hmm. keeping it moving. You know what I mean? And um, as long as I make people want to dance and sing, then I'm I'm happy. For sure. (laughs) I've got a
1: question for you, Omar. Do you know when it comes to... um, the like the writing process and mm. you've obviously got to in, the motive has to be from a place of you know genuine enjoyment and passion and drive and inspiration and mm. stuff would you say that an important part of that process is just listening and immersing yourself in you know as much music as possible yeah
0: you know i, t- I tend to find uh, if i make a compilation of well, I used to be making cassettes, and you make a compilation of your your favorite tunes, and then
3: yeah.
0: I think I you know a, a pattern comes out of that. Yeah. I, I tend to find, do you know what I mean? But I tend to find it's a lot of the older music, it's the older rare groove mm-hmm. kind of things. Um, you know, there's certain dance things that I would listen to, but I mean, you know, that's what makes us uniquely what we are in in the UK i mean that's where jungle comes from that's where mm. grime comes from that's where you know yeah dim-
2: we've seen so many genres come out of eclectic similar i mean like acid jazz came from like the name came from acid house didn't it like it was birthed in these Something like small that. yeah <laughs>
0: it was around the same time so yeah, yeah.
2: so it kind it's of acid. indicates it was born from these like small clubs and stuff like that right so we've right, seen right. every time there's a new subgenre coming forward whether it be like garage grime mm. Mm-hmm. dubstep um yeah. the new jazz stuff that's coming out now it's all bursting in like these small small club nights isn't it
0: that's right yeah that's mm-hmm. right Un- uniquely uk
2: yeah mm-hmm. sure. yeah totally i think that's sure. an amazing thing too
1: yeah well as we come into land then are there any artists out there now that are exciting or influencing you personally either
0: in- um- influencing me mm-hmm. uh Anderson Pack is doing it, yes. he's doing his thing right now, mm-hmm. um, Pharrell has always been doing it somehow because he comes up with those bangers and he does it with the standard instruments, the analog instruments, bass, drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm obsessed
2: with that, the early, particularly the Neptune stuff with Chad.
0: Neptune, Neptunes, I, yeah, N-E-R-D and all that, you know. The, the, the
2: way he like, a lots made of their like hip hop stuff, but the way they flipped R&B mm-hmm. with Khalees, uh, just blew my mind. It yeah, sounded yeah, like well. nothing else
0: all that stuff is classic but it's quite old now you know what I mean mm-hmm. 25 years old I'm been yeah. <laughs> in a public yeah. how long it's getting hot in here how long is that how old oh, is that so probably you know I mean? 2002 2003 is that two thousand? I thought it was yeah. 90s it <laughs> maybe be. but yeah still be. a long time ago yeah it's still <laughs> <a> little, <laughs> you know 2000 I mean? still <laughs> 20 years ago <laughs> yeah exactly check that shit out I don't
2: know when yeah. that happened but yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> the 90s was a couple of years ago but <laughs> yeah, yeah Oh well that, that's that's amazing um that's been an amazing trip through 30 years of soul music led by yeah, thank you. one of the most <laughs> influential and respected faces in the scene. Thank you yeah, very big much. big up, man. My
0: pleasure, my
2: pleasure. Yeah, Good thank you, you so back. much,
1: Omar, Omar, for your time. Right. And we cannot wait to hear album number nine. Yes,
2: bring it on, album bring it on. Would nine. you like to leave our,
1: our listeners with um, any last words and also tell them where they can find and support your amazing music?
0: Uh, well if you go to omarmusic.co.uk everything you're gonna need to know about what's happening Mm -hmm. is it will be on the website. I'm actually making an app as well, an Omar Music app. Oh, nice. Um, so watch this space. Ooh. Everything is, this all the details, all the, all the links to my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram, mm. omarmusic.co.uk and stay safe.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, stay sane, everyone.
2: And, <laughs> and you're, you're doing like live streams as well, aren't you? Yeah. We can catch you doing your live streams from your studio. From that,
0: exactly. From exactly. Yeah. All right. Everyone awesome. check those out. All right.
1: Well, peace out, Omar. Well, Thank you very much.
0: Bless up now. Good to speak yeah. to you. Yes, Thank this was you. an
2: absolute honour. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Cheers. All the best. Take care. <laughs> All right. See you, man. Ciao, ciao.
3: Bye. Bye.
6: as rude as he is, and I've got plenty more fears And i respect you the way I
3: should Hey, hey. My, 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 Do I qualify?
6: I may be ugly as him like a king, but does he know how to treat you good? Baby, if you've got love on your mind, in me I'm sure you will find that I'm that man in your womanhood.
1: Been enjoying this month's episode of Roots and the Vine. Today we have had an awesome time. We've had the awesome Omar join us, and that of course was Lyndon David Hall. Do I qualify? What a soulful tune, right, Steve?
2: Absolutely love that track. Yeah, Loves we had to guy. kept it kept a best of British with a real overlooked and and missed talent. I think Lyndon David Hall. I know.
1: Just imagine what he would have been doing if he was still around.
2: Yeah, totally, yeah, that would have been really interesting. Um, It came out and was effectively dubbed UK's answer to D'Angelo, wasn't he? And you definitely hear that in the music. Um, Yeah. But he was already starting to go into some interesting directions with his second album. That was sort of setting him apart, I think.
1: Well, to finish uh, this month's show, we're going to play you some new music. And this music is a bit closer to home.
2: Yeah, this been, one's from the sold out stable, isn't it?
1: This yeah, this is a new track by Jordan Alfonso. Um, shout out to Shout Nora. out, Jordan. Um featuring Emilio Suris, and um, who's also from Newcastle.
2: Ooh, um, awesome, awesome. Yeah. If you've been to any gigs in town with <laughs> a Sax player. Chances are it was Jordan, because he's in about 50 bands, isn't he?
1: He is. He is the go-to guy. He's he's great. And he is the man. He's a great songwriter. So this song that we're going to play is his new release. is called Now or Never. Um, it's definitely got some of that acid jazz kind of vibes with his horn lines.
2: Yeah, definitely hearing some of that incognito dance sound. Yeah. That warm... <laughs> bass heavy sound and
1: it's a real feel-good song as well isn't it yeah, kind of what yeah. the, the sensation that you get when you hear acid jazz yeah definitely. yeah so we, we thought on uh, this week's show it would be good to finish with something which is um supporting you know the grassroots independent movement yeah support local music,
2: music. and mm-hmm. it's also a good way to just show that the music that we've talked about this week is still echoing through today because yeah you definitely hear some of that yeah sort of classic feel good acid jazz and, and disco sound
1: yeah fantastic so we'll we'll catch you on next month's episode um yes
2: as usual catch us on the usual socials yeah that's give us right. a shout if you want to get geeky let us know if you enjoyed uh, mm-hmm. Omar
1: yeah absolutely give us some feedback as well if you are an artist and you'd like us to play some of your music we're very happy to do so so get in touch with us and um, this is now or never enjoy
2: see ya